Hey everyone, welcome to How to Be a Pro in 15. Happy New Year, Janera. Happy New Year, Linda. So we're coming into a new year from such an awkward time. Our intro clip had a small snippet from our attempt to get an episode at the beginning of the year 2020. And then shortly after, maybe early March, we experienced a pandemic affecting life for everyone globally. This is so true, Linda. Um, everything did come to a an halt, and it was definitely a disruptive culture that erupted. Uh, some forward-thinking inventions increased, which was a good thing, but we were kind of forced to search for that mythical medium of that work-life balance that once was so easily attainable. We were forced to get out of our norm, and I don't know if we'll ever be back to the quote-unquote what we considered normal again. Right. Um, and I, you know, I tried to think back to the beginning of 2020 and what was on my mind and what goals I had. And I was just, it was so significant. The, you know, I found myself reevaluating what I thought was important. I'm sure a lot of us did. That also changed my perspective on my profession and what I wanted to pursue. So that leads me to ask, what were you planning to do in 2020? Did it happen even with the pandemic? What changed? 2020, as you know, 2020 was going to be our year. If you can listen to our snippet, you can kind of get a feel of where we were at the top of the year. Last year, we had just finished our three mile run. We were outside recording our podcast. We were so positive and optimistic. And then boom, <laughs> the pandemic hit. Um, some of the goals that I had for uh, 2020 was to leave corporate America, be 110% an entrepreneur, to get some retail space so me and you can have an office space where our customers can come in, sit down and talk to us. And a personal goal was to, to lose weight, hence why we had just did like a three mile run before we did our podcast. Um, it's safe to say that I definitely found a new goal that I've exceeded at, which is gaining weight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've mastered that. I've definitely got my um, COVID-19, <laughs> as they call it, the, the extra pounds. Um, one thing that didn't happen, it just wasn't smart for us to purchase resta a retail uh, commercial property at the time. So we didn't get our office space. And um, I didn't go 100% with my entrepreneurship because although my services were needed because I'm a resume writer and job search uh, strategist, my services were needed. However, because of the rapid unemployment, a lot of people couldn't afford the services. So it, it just wasn't a good time for me to, to accomplish all those goals that I set forth with. But I know that that's a lot of the things that I couldn't accomplish, but there was some highlights and there was some positive aspects of 2020. And Linda, can you highlight some of those positive aspects that you had in 2020? Sure. Um... So when the pandemic started, um, and when it started affecting America and our local government issued a shelter in place ordinance, we all had to adjust quickly. Um, everybody, employers, we all had to figure out how were we not able to work either six feet apart or how were we able to get people to work from home. Um, no one was truly prepared. Um, and during that time, I, I had in the back of my mind, um, how was I able to, coordinate my corporate job schedule and intertwine that with my family and business ventures 
And so when this happened, when the pandemic disrupted all that, working remotely now puts me in a in kind of in a better place actually. It it made me more flexible and it adjust I was able to adjust um, you know, all these things that I love. I love my my quote unquote, I guess, uh, corporate employer uh, job, but I also love my business ventures. And I also love my family. So there were so many things. And so this wasn't something I expected, but the pandemic kind of actually narrowed down my issue and, and was very specific and shifting me to working remotely and shifting our family to kind of work through all this. Um, gave me a better schedule. I sleep better. <laughs> I, I just, you know, there's so much better things happening here. Um, and it, the flow worked well in my favor. So I was very pleased about that. Um, and I think one of the other things on a personal note, and I think a lot of people um, are experienced it and is, is experiencing it. And it's that, you know, it, it makes the, this pandemic 2020 really made us reevaluate what was important to us we looked um, more internally than we used to um, uh, just as much as we do externally and with that my faith has has gotten so much stronger and my foundation has gotten so much stronger in my own personal faith in my own personal self uh, improvement that it really manifested and just kind of overflowed into my work environment, whether that is when I'm sitting down working remotely with my employer or when I'm sitting down working remotely for my business or when I'm sitting down and working with my children. I think that good headspace uh, really helped that time to evaluate myself and work myself gave me a good headspace to kind of move forward um, with the right foot into 2021. I love that. That is so refreshing. Um, I'm glad that you were able to pull out all of those positives in a really stressful and strainful year. Um, that That's wonderful. Two things I can pull away from the pandemic that I choose to take with me in this new year is that although I wasn't able to purchase the commercial property, I was able to purchase the home and um, I did get engaged in midst of the terminal. So that was two great things that I would love to uh, bring into the new year. Um, that leads me to all of the changes in 2020 that affected the workplace, right? The common changes. A lot of it was working remotely, right? And as we discussed, a lot of it was changing careers, whether this was intentionally or not, right? And of course, something that's still happening in 2021 is the uptick and job loss. A lot of people lost their jobs, you guys. And as a job search strategist and an employee advocate, I really felt that. Like a lot of people lost their jobs and it was a really hard time and still is a really hard time for people with that. Um, a lot of people took their hobbies and turned it into a small business because of the grants that are available now and because of the PPP loans that are available. Um, so that's a good outcome, right? People turn something that they loved into a functioning business that helped them stay financially afloat. So that's another positive that we can take away. Thanks so much, Nira. Um, so you mentioned a few things um, that some major changes that people experienced during the pandemic. Um, I would also like to mention that, you know, there was essential workers and people who were working that had the same job and they couldn't work remotely. but. Um, they also had to adjust to that environment professionally because of the pandemic. So we're going to discuss a little bit of that as well in another episode. So let's jump in first to shifting from working in the office uh, to remotely. 
Janera, we both are familiar with working from home, being two entrepreneurs and business women. And we also had to adjust our working environment from the office to home because we also work full-time careers with a corporate employer. This is, this is really true, right? So one of the ways that this affected the workforce was the quick and rapid transition from the traditional work office space to that short time frame to being able to adjust that working from home. And like you said, if you're like us, working from home wasn't such a big deal because we were doing it before the pandemic. However, even if we were working from home before the pandemic, the obstacles of homeschooling your children or sharing workspace with your significant other and all these other obstacles that weren't there before were really stressful and you had to find a way to work around it and include a shared work environment for all parties involved. I mean, we all heard the story of the news anchor who was reporting the news with no pants on. <laughs> or we heard the story of the comedian who was on a Zoom call and went to the bathroom on the call. So it's safe to say that everyone from all walks of life was definitely adjusting to working from home. Um, with that being said, we'd like to give you guys some tips and tricks. If you haven't already mastered this from working from home, we'd like to give you some tips and tricks that you can take with you to better utilize your time from working from home. One of those that's a major one is definitely work-life balance. We talked about that earlier in the podcast. Um, we talked about it caused us to search for that mythical medium, right? Of the work-life balance that was once so easily attainable. So how do we do it now? One thing I like to tell people is to use your vacation time, right? Use your PTO time. Of course, you may not be going on the lavish vacation that you normally do, but it's still time away from work. So take it, you earned it, you need to take it and take that mental time too, right? Because vacation doesn't just mean you physically go somewhere else, you can mentally go somewhere else. You can shut that part of your brain off and think about other things. So take the time if you have it and don't feel guilty about taking it. To isolate your work area, right? So traditionally, if you were in the office, your office was definitely away from your home, so you didn't have that problem, but now that you do, so designate an area in your house. This is considered your workspace, whether it's at your kitchen table, whether it's downstairs in your basement. If you're fortunate enough to have a work from home office, that is your designated workspace. And that is only for that, okay? So when you're done with work, like when you were in an actual office, you would leave the office, leave that workspace and don't come back to it till it's time for you to log in and do work again. Just isolate that work area so you can make that work-life balance and you can set those boundaries. This is my workspace and this is my home. So you need to set those boundaries as well. Um, Linda, do you have any tips for a work-life balance that you'd like to share? Um, yeah, so for me, um, this organization has always worked well um, just because I have so many, um, there's so many things that I enjoy and I love and I realize that I can't give you know, 100% to everybody all the time. So really kind of structuring yourself, organizing yourself, just good quality, good, good time management. Write these things down, however it works for you, digitally, uh, a notepad, a dry erase board, whatever it is, just stay focused on tasks and, and, and stick to that, whether it's for the leisurely and professional. So for example, if you want to tell yourself, you know, my minimum is I need a break after six hours. I need a 30 minute break. Do so, stick to that. As soon as that six hours, give yourself that break. But also in turn, if you say 30 minute break, 
stick to that as well. Give yourself only the 30 minute break. Hold yourself accountable. If nobody's gonna give you accountability of greatness, shouldn't you do that for yourself? So make sure you do that. One of the things I also found out when people are trying to create goals, and some, some of them are unrealistic and some of them might work for you, but won't work for me. So what I would say is give yourself this minimum maximum type of a wiggle room. So I would say that my max is of taking a break is one hour and my minimum is 30 minutes. And if I try to wiggle myself and say, okay, I actually need more than 30 minutes. Let's do that. Let's give ourselves five, 15 minutes. But if we start hitting our max and we're getting close to that one hour, let's make sure that at some point we stop and say, hey, this is my max. This is where I have to hold myself accountable and say, this is what I got to do. I agree. Time management and task management are so important and we do have to hold ourselves accountable. Um, another thing that people are missing is that lack of communication, that daily interaction with your office buddies, right? That office camaraderie, that office morale that you've built up. You miss that interaction um, with those people that you've come maybe to know as friends or associates where you just chat in the break room in the morning, getting your coffee, or maybe in the afternoon when you go to lunch, right? Those aren't available anymore. But some workarounds for that is a lot of companies who've transitioned to working remotely have also picked up social tools and chats and instant messengers such as Yammer, Microsoft Office Teams, Skype, Zoom. And these tools still allow you to communicate with your office buddies. So take advantage of these tools to check in on your coworkers and build that morale back, right? That may be lost due to working to a new environment. Um, one thing that I do in my corporate office and with my corporate employers that my um, manager actually incorporated was that we set a team lunchtime, right? So one day out of the month, we would all get on Zoom and we would eat lunch together, right? And it was a time for us to talk and discuss things and to just catch up because we're so mundane and we're so in our own little worlds now that we're working from home that it's hard to share experiences with your coworkers like you would normally do. Linda, do you have any tips for um, those missing the lack of human interaction and healthy social relationships during a pandemic? Yeah, so, um, so I'm playing devil's advocate on that. I just want to make sure that um, human interaction is great and communication is necessary. Um, uh, but you also want to make sure it's the right type of communication and you want to make sure it's a healthy type of communication. And you want to make sure it's necessary at this time. So if you committed to working, you know, for six hours at home, commit to that. You know, that, that you might, it might not be a good time to see what Auntie you know, what Auntie Gretel is doing. It's just not, you know, it's just the right time. It's not diligent and it's not respectful to yourself or your employer. Um, so be mindful of that. You know, sometimes, you know, people are so busy. They want to talk to you. They're, they're not doing anything. So let's gossip and they want to call you. But that might actually bring down your morale. That might bring down your energy. And that might not help you when you're trying to stick to your structure and your scheduling and trying to um, be a productive during your day. So just make sure that if you're doing human interaction, you're doing each other, you're missing that, make sure you're missing it for the right reasons. And then you're giving yourself the right time to, um, to fulfill that void. You know, it's just, 
it's just common sense. We don't want it. We wouldn't be out there if we were hanging out with people. We don't want to just talk to them just to talk to them. Uh, so we wouldn't want to do that at home, especially, you know, if we're having um, some things that we need to get done, whether that's from our work, our work business or our professional business or our family business. Uh, just, I would just say make sure that, you know, interaction is a necessary, healthy type of social uh, relationship. So that also moved me into another issue um, uh, that I found out about people um, in, in, in regards to working remotely. Um, you know, during during the pandemic, everybody had to adjust quickly, whether that was, um, you know, figuring out how they're going to make their office at home. And there's some people who didn't get that privilege and they actually was laid off. And there were some who had to work through the pandemic and had to just um, at work within a different type of environment now. So all those things raise a lot of questions. And some, some of you have wondered, well, I want to work remotely. Some of you said, well, I want a better remote job. You know, um, so if you're looking for something that is flexible, so that way if a situation occurs, um, such as what happened to, uh, at, in the pandemic, um, you want an employer that you can trust that will look out for you and protect you and take care of you and still give you a good job and the flexibility that you need, right? So if you're doing that, I would say be ready. Look for look for your um, look for the requirements, look for the job description, look at seeing what they, they need from you. I would say create a checklist and see if you have the resources to to be ready to work remotely, if that's your desire. Um, Janelle, what are some of the tips for searching for a job, um, particularly remote jobs? Actually, because of the state of the world that we're in, they're really at an advantage. Employers have jumped on the remote train. So now it's a lot easier than it was prior to the pandemic for you to find a remote position. You can go to your typical job search engines like Indeed.com, ZipRecruiter.com, Glassdoor.com, or LinkedIn.com, and you can type in the job description. So for example, if you are looking for a project management job, you type in project management. And when you type in the location, instead of putting the city and state, you can actually put the word remote and then a host of jobs will come up that are remote only jobs. Another way you can do that is there are specific websites that are just tailored to remote jobs only. That's all that they have. One is called virtualvocations.com and that's a website that only has remote jobs, right? So with that website, there is a fee, it's $15 a month if you wanna use that one. A free website is called The Mom Project. And essentially that website was for moms who are working from home who wanted to work remotely, right? But because of the pandemic, they've shifted gears and they've expanded. And now they have a lot of work from home positions that are um, not just for working from home moms, they're just for people who wanna work from home. So check those two websites out and the other websites can accommodate you as well. Awesome, I hope that helped out, um, helped out some of you. And if you have any questions, feel free to give us a ring or an email and we'll get back to you. Thanks. Happy New Year.